and welcome to Rainy Day Diaries, an imperfect podcast that will dive headfirst into how you can thrive in your creative life and business, even if you struggle with mental wellness. I am your host, Jennifer Lynn, and as a longtime struggler of anxiety and depression myself, I hope this podcast will help you realize that you could still get stuff done when you deal with all these crazy things on a daily basis, that you're not alone, and that falling down does not mean you won't get back up again. I thank you so much for listening, and as always, if you have any suggestions or questions or topics you'd love to hear about, please email me at jenniferlynn at gmail.com. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Today's topic is anxiety and depression, and I have a list of seven things I wish I knew, or you knew, were okay when I was growing up with depression and anxiety, but it doesn't really have to only be when you're growing up. It could be right now, so maybe it's seven things I wish we all kind of know, or knew, (laughs) if we deal with depression or anxiety. I have been a struggler of some versions of depression and anxiety since I was a little girl, as I got older. Certain things got worse. (laughs) Uh, Certain things got a little easier to handle. There's been ups and downs, just like there always is with depression and anxiety. Most of the time, I think I'm a little more okay with the depression side, but the anxiety side is really terrible. Number seven, I wish that uh, people understood that you could still do great things even if you struggle with depression and or anxiety. Or, and or lots of other things with mental illness. I'm starting this podcast with the hopes that mental wellness illness is talked about more often and understood, and I don't really understand the stigma that if you're uh, sick with anything else or suffering with anything else, it is totally okay to get help, to discuss it, to go to doctors, uh, to struggle. But if you're struggling with a mental illness... It's taboo. It's not talked about. Therapy is still hard for people to understand. Counseling, medication, anything. And I love that it's being more talked about um, in society or with celebrities. Or It's a little better, but it's not great. <laughs> and I want people to know that even if you're struggling, you could still do incredible things. I don't know if this podcast is incredible yet, but... I am anxious all the time, and I'm still making this podcast. I'm anxious about this podcast, and I'm still making this podcast because I think it's important. That is seven. Six. There is nothing wrong with asking for help, ever. (laughs) Just as long as you do it eventually. Asking for help is super hard. Uh, I can think of a handful of times I've asked for help. Asking for help when you're struggling, like deep, deep, deep struggling is is especially very hard. I remember the very first time I remember seeking help with depression. This book was called When Nothing Else Matters Anymore or something like that. And I'm pretty sure it was written by Kirk Cobain's cousin or sister. And it was filled with stories. And one particular story just wrecked me. And it was about this kid who seemed so perfectly normal and he jumped off of a cliff and nobody even knew he was sick because he never talked about it. And he seemed great and happy, popular and everything you could be to be a perfect kid in society. And there is obviously deep troubles there and it scared me. And so I remember sticking a post-it note on it and putting it in the laundry room for my mom to see and asking to go to a counselor. I was around 18 years old. And that was the very first time I asked for help. And so I feel like in a society where you're supposed to suck it up and deal and not complain and work hard and it's okay to ask for help. Always. It's always okay. (laughs) So number five, 
Everyone will have an opinion on how you get help. Ignore them all and do what's right for you. (laughs) This one is so hard from um, a mental wellness standpoint, from a mothering standpoint, from a career standpoint, from a family standpoint. It's all about boundaries and really figuring out where or like what direction or what you believe in. And it's super hard. So in the mental wellness part, uh, a lot of people tell you to not get help or to not be sensitive or to not take medication or to not do this, 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 or this, or to do all those things. And maybe some of those are right for you and maybe they're not, but ultimately you're the only one who could decide that. And hopefully there's at least a few people you trust 100% or at least one per- one person or counselor or anything that can help you navigate which are the right choices for you specifically. Number four, your worth and your success is not determined by your looks, how much money you make, how healthy you are, what your brain feels or is like. And that is so hard. I don't understand why we as people are so hard on ourselves and why we compare so much and why it's so hard to think you should be like this person or this person, your life should look like this way, or your, you know, it can it could be endless. And so regardless of what you're doing right now, how much money you're making, what you look like, what outfit you're wearing, what your brain activity is like, you are worthy and you are enough. And that is seriously important for you to know, which ties in perfectly with number three, which is you're enough. <laughs> You being you is enough, seriously, and I will try my best to remind you, and I will try my best to remind me, and it's super hard to know. I don't know why. <laughs> it's so it's so hard to understand, but it's really important. Um, and so, number two, sensitivity is not a weakness. In fact, later in life, I would learn there's a term called hypersensitivity, and I didn't know that was an actual thing until I was in my 20s. I was always told to stop being weak, to stop being so emotional. And literally, sensitivity is my core. Like, I pick up feelings from other people. I feel really deeply, and I don't know how to, like, turn that off ever. And that's okay. And it's a struggle, honestly. (laughs) And it's not always fun. And there's a lot of bad days. But it's not a weakness. In some ways, it's a strength. In some ways, it's empathy. It's helping other people. And it's the reason I want to do this podcast. I need to help other people. And I don't want other people to feel like their sensitivity is a weakness ever. It's a strength. We're going to like tell everybody it is a strength. And in a future episode, I will go into hyperactivity or hypersensitivity. And I have a really cute little illustration to go with it. And I'm excited to share that with you. Um, at a later date. And number one, the thing I wish I knew when I was younger or now, um, that huge cloud over your head, that's something called depression and anxiety. And it doesn't always stay. It fluctuates. The rain cloud gets bigger and it gets smaller and you ebb and flow in life and it goes away and it comes back. But hopefully more than not, it goes away. And that's okay. There is a name for it. There is a not logical explanation why it's there, but there are ways to help it. And it takes a really long time to figure out what helps it. It's different for everybody how to make those deep, scary feelings subside 
and that's wrapped up in lots of different categories like friendship, people to talk to, self-care, which I'll go into on another topic, which is also a huge topic of conversation right now. Self-care is like the millennial topic. I think it's it should always be the forever topic. I feel like we've discount self-care because we're such like a workaholic, hard society, but there's ways to help and get better. And it's kind of freeing, not really, but it's, it's freeing in its own little way to know there are names for feelings and various feelings. And so it exists. It's not like only in your head. It's a real thing. It's a real thing that not only you might be struggling with, but other people might be struggling with. And so you're not alone because this giant cloud is something that lots of people are dealing with. And I'm hoping my podcast helps you realize you're not alone. I'm right there with you. And there's other people in there with you too. Not that it always makes that better, but you're not alone. And so those are the seven things I wish I knew. Um, It's really hard to explain these things as a teen or as a child, but it's also really hard to explain these things to people who aren't dealing with these things on a daily basis. And I feel like it's important to have a discussion whether you're having it with people that understand these feelings or not because because these feelings are real and they exist and other people have to just understand this is a real thing. (laughs) And I hope this podcast made sense to you. (laughs) And I hope you realize you're not alone. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you liked the episode, please subscribe or even better, leave a review. It makes iTunes really happy and hopefully makes them share this podcast with other people, which would make me really happy. If you have any ideas for topics to cover or for people you'd like me to interview, please email me. My email address is in the show notes. And thank you again. Have a great day.